just a minute, guys. Hallelujah. Listen, it is good for you to see all of y'all this morning. Hey, if you're visiting, my name is Richard. I'm the pastor, uh, just Pastor Rich. It's, actually, I like Pastor Rich because you're prophesying over me all the time, um, which I know I'm already rich in heaven, and uh, I'm just waiting for my bank account to catch up. Yeah, that's all right. God supplies all of my needs according to his riches and glory. Y'all go ahead and sit down for a minute, and uh, I'm, I'm not stressed over that, but I do have a, a couple announcements, and uh, just look in your bulletin here. We put this thing here on the left. How to enjoy a simple Christmas. It's not about our presence. It's about his presence. Yeah. It's not about our gifts. It's about him. How you want to have a, a great Christmas? Focus on him and let the rest of it work out. And, and we're going to talk a little bit about that today. But Psalm 1611, in your presence is fullness of joy. At your right hand are pleasures forevermore. Listen, when we're in here's presence, we get all the gifts we need. Come on, all the gifts we need. On the other side there, you got Christmas in the parking lot. So listen, this is something I felt the Lord wanted me to do. Next Sunday, we're going to have our Christmas service in here at 10 a.m. like we normally do, right? We're going to do what we normally do. But there are a lot of people that are still concerned about going into a church building. And so what we're going to do is at 4 o'clock that afternoon, we're going to do a parking lot only service. We're going to have our live worship out there. I still need a couple more guys to, to help me out because we got to, everything's on dollies. It literally takes us like 15 minutes to put it out. It's really easy. It's all on dollies. But we're going to do everything out there. So here's what I need. 
I need a couple more people to say after church, hey, I'm willing to come because we're going to have to get here about 2.45 to, to pull it out to make sure we can do everything. But he invites somebody to church. Well, pastor, they don't want to go to a church. They're not. They're going to a parking lot. Right? And, and trust me, you can hear it from across the road. Bring them to the bank. Park them in the bank and say, well, we're not in the church. We're in the bank. And they can still hear. But if they're concerned, right, it, bring them. Come. Just have a good time because you know what? I, I, it's just about we, we keep making excuses about what we can't do instead of enjoying what we can do. And, and, and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do a pastoral uh, shot in the kneecap. Y'all ready? Um, there's a lot of people that complain they can't go to church, but I see them at Walmart. So I'm just, I'm just, I'm, I'm sorry. Listen, I'm just being honest, right? If you're that concerned, come Sunday night. Bring them Sunday night. And, and if people are, are that, hey, you know what? I like that. I'll start doing every Sunday night. Me, I don't care. I'm not doing anything on Sunday night anyways but taking a nap. So <laughs> hallelujah. So just trying to throw that out there next Sunday. Now, again, it's dependent on the weather. But as of today, there's no rain that afternoon. But it doesn't get dark till like 515, I think is what it said. So we'll be good. Yeah, we'll be good. Uh, so, all right, a weekly memory verse here is Psalms 46.10. Be still and know that I am God. Amen. I am God. So just remember that. That's a good one to remember when we get in times of trouble. Amen. Hey, listen, also, uh, yesterday, I want to say thank you to everyone that came out and helped. I know Sister Minnie would do the same thing. You want to come and say that? or, or Okay. Um, 400 and... Oh, 360 bags. Uh, the, her ministry that she does, Freedom's Press, and it presents for prisoners, and she was collecting stuff all year. The group met yesterday and put them in bags and was able to deliver them to the jails and to the prisons. So 360 inmates were blessed because of her, her ministry and all that you guys have been able to help and do. And, uh, and I love what she says when she goes up there to, to bring it to them. Who's it from? That's who she always says when she delivers the boxes. And to see the inmates excited about seeing it. So I just appreciate her so much uh, taking the time. and Because and, it's a whole year-long thing that she does, guys, getting all this stuff together. And let me tell you, it, and it, if the corner of the thing is all like this, it ain't going in the bag. She's not presenting leftovers. Because God doesn't give us leftovers, amen. He doesn't give us leftovers. So I just want to say thank you to you for putting that together. And thank you for everyone that came and helped, amen. So... Uh, Brother Chip's going to come and do our offering, and uh, I didn't get anybody to come pick it up if you want to grab a couple youngsters or however you want to do it. Oh, they got them. Man, awesome. Hallelujah. I think I'm going to turn the vents on a little bit. Anybody hot? Whew, thank you. Amen. Are you feeling blessed today? Amen. Amen. That's good to hear. I'm glad you mentioned leftovers, Pastor, because God doesn't like leftovers. Which, what do you think God wants? You think he wants the first or the leftovers? He wants the first. And that's exactly what the tithe is. The first. And it's not yours. It's his. Which means if you keep it, it becomes a curse to you. But if you put it where it belongs, into his house, then... In turn, you get blessed. And that's the way it should be. It's a principle that God has put in place. And it's something that we all should live by. Uh, I know <coughs> the last couple of weeks I mentioned about uh, putting your first 10% where it belongs. And that's back to God. 
But then I talked about another 10%, didn't I? And <clears throat> where did I tell you that that 10% should be going? That's right. You're to be a good steward. Guess what? If you save in 10% of your income, you're being a good steward. Because if things come up, and they do, yes, they do. you can handle that. Okay, you're not under emotional pressure to try to figure out what you're going to do because you got all your money spent already. And so it's very essential that you save 10%. Matter of fact, that would be a good New Year's resolution for each and every person that calls themselves a Christian is to save 10% of what you make. Not only will it keep a strain off of your life, but it allows you to be generous. It allows you to be able to give to others. And that's what we're supposed to do. When, when you give, what happens is God, it enables God to bless you again. And certainly we all want to be in that position. And we all know that the need is there to be generous to other people. There's so many out there that are in need. So <clears throat> try to implement that in your life. Be praying about it before the new year comes. And, and get out a pencil. Look at your budget again. Squeeze in that 10% to save. Don't touch the first 10%. Amen? Because whose is that? That's for God. That's right. Always give it back to him. And <clears throat> you do those two things. And I tell you what, you'll see some peace next year that you maybe have never seen before. Because when you don't have that pressure, it creates peace in your life. So if you're interested in peace, that's one way to do it. Amen? So <coughs> we're going to have two young men come up to collect our offering this morning. So you can get your offering ready, and we're going to pray, and then they'll come around and and allow you to put your offering in. You can also uh, give online if you're watching. Uh, if you go to our website, newlifeag.church, you'll see a page on there that allows you to give. And also in our bulletin, if you uh, see this code on the third page right here, if you'll put your camera on that code, it'll take you directly to that page. And you can give that way also. And also, if you want to give with the envelopes. That's what we're going to do right now. So let's pray this morning as we prepare to give into God's kingdom. Heavenly Father, we're so thankful for this season where we, we remember the birth of our Savior. God chose to give. He gave his one and only begotten Son that we might have life eternal and certainly that is so much to be thankful for and right now we in turn have an opportunity to give back into your kingdom Lord but really and truly we're not giving because it's not ours to give we're only returning what you've allowed us to have in our possession. And so, Lord, we bring our tithe into the storehouse this morning. And your word says that as we do that, you would open up the windows of heaven and pour out a blessing 
upon us that's too big for us to receive. And Lord, we're excited to experience that. And this morning I ask your hand of blessing on each and every tither. Lord, touch their lives. Allow them to experience the blessing from heaven as we give into your kingdom. For it's in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. All right, Amen. Carson, Connor, come on up. Which side's yours? You go this way. Connor, you go that way. They're going to come around and so if you have an offering, you can put it in the bucket. Hallelujah. Thank you for your gift. Yeah, as Brother Chip was talking about in, in, on your bulletin there, you know, it's called a QR code, and if you just open your camera up and you put it over there, it'll pop up a thing. And if you're visiting with us on the very back of the bulletin, we've got a little card, a little one right there. You can put your camera over that and fill out just a small visitor card for us so we can connect with you. We have some gifts we'd like to, to give to you as well, so we just need to be able to connect with you so we can get it. Amen? Amen. Hallelujah. The boys are going to go around. Hey, if they miss you, we still have the trays in the back after service. Let's go ahead and stand up again, and we're going to do some more worship. Anybody ready to worship this morning? All right, one or two of us, hallelujah. The two or more are gathered, we're good. So listen, if you want to grab one of the flags, we have flags up here in the front. If you want to worship with the flag, feel free to worship with the flag. And when you're done with it, just leave it on the chair, and we do disinfect them between every service. I was in here yesterday disinfecting the whole building. We have a fogger. We spray everything. So if you want to worship with the flag, feel free. Uh, but just remember this. It's in the spirit. We're not here to watch you. Amen. So don't don't do that to where everybody else is watching. So come on. You ready? Let's come back into this.
Anybody want the rain this morning? Now listen, we're not singing about that rain that's, that may happen this afternoon. We're talking about the spiritual rain. We've, we've got a dry world right now. Our country is dry. And we need the presence of God to overwhelm us. We don't need to just stay one inch deep. We need to be six feet deep, ten feet deep in his presence. So we pray for the river to be released. Father, release your river in his place today. Oh, let it flow in this place today. Father, we thank you. We thank you, Lord, for your presence. Have your way in this place, Father, in Jesus' name. Here we go, come on. You said, ask for 
right now the world says there's nothing to worship about. What are you talking about? And I'm just going to apologize now for how loud we get. Or maybe it's just I get loud. But I don't know how I can stand in the presence of a holy God and not scream and yell. That's all I got, guys. I'm not much to look at. I ain't got no money. I got nothing else to give him but my praise. My life, my praise. It's, it's, and you know what? It doesn't matter what it looks like around me. I've got to give him my praise. And you know what? I'm gonna. If the rocks, I, I can't. I, we're fixing to sing that song, but I done told y'all before. I can't let any rock worship in my place. <laughs> I can't do it. If I blow my voice out, I'm gonna figure out how to make a noise. Cause you know what? He has saved me. He has set me free. He has changed me. You go down the list. It doesn't matter to me. I gotta worship. I gotta worship. And you know what, there are so many places that, that they're not able to make noise. They're not able to get in there. You know what, I am just so thankful that I am a part of a church family that likes to worship and get loud and says, world, you can stay out there, but in here, we're going to worship. We don't care what y'all do out there. We love you. We want you to serve Jesus. But today, it doesn't matter what I look like. I will make a fool of myself.
You chased down my heart through all of my failure and pride. On a hill you created the light of the world, abandoned in darkness to die. Ooh, and as you speak, a hundred billion. Disappear where you lost your life, so I could find it here. If you left the grave behind you, so will I. I can see your heart and everything you've done, every part designed in a work of art called love. So will I. I can see your heart a billion different ways. Every precious one, a child you died to save. If you gave your life to love them, so will I. Like you would again a hundred billion times. But what measure could amount to your desire? You're the one who never leaves the one behind. You're the one who never leaves the one behind. Jesus!
don't feel that you're working. You never stop, you never stop working. You never stop, you never stop working. Even when I don't see it, you're working. Even when I don't feel that you're working. You never stop, you never stop working. You never stop, you never stop working. Even when I don't see it, you're working. Even when I don't feel that you're working, you never stop, you never stop working, you never stop, you never stop working. Waymaker, miracle worker, promise keeper, light in the darkness, my God, that is who you are. Waymaker, miracle worker, promise keeper, light in the darkness.
just stuck this morning. That's why we're just singing this so that we can get it in our spirits who he is. Who he is, not who he was. Who he is. He is our way maker. He is a miracle worker. My God, that is who you are. This is who you are. That is who you are. That is who you are. different this morning? Does it have to be a structured out thing? Mm. 
Come on, come on. Y'all do Holy Spirit. Can we do Holy Spirit? Yeah, do Holy Spirit. Holy Spirit. Father, we worship you. We worship you, God. Your 
this with you as I was studying you know you ever run across that scripture and, and you're like is that in there I don't know how many times I've read that book and read that area and I'm like is that in there Roland I'll talk louder you can turn me down so I don't have a feedback Luke chapter 13 verse 10 to 17 it's just like it was a light that popped out at me, and I said, I even texted a pastor friend of mine. I said, have you ever seen this? He said, yeah. <laughs> I know, I read it. Listen to what it says. And Jesus was teaching in one of the synagogues on the Sabbath, and behold, there was a woman which had a spirit of infirmity 18 years and was bowed, to get, bowed together and could in no wise lift up herself. I'm like, okay. And when Jesus saw her, he called out to her. And said unto her, Woman, thou art loosed from your infirmity. And he laid his hands on her, and immediately she was made straight and glorified God. And I'm just going to stop right there. And I'm going to read it to you in the message. He was teaching in one of the meeting places on the Sabbath. There was a woman present, so twisted and bent over with arthritis that she couldn't even look up. She had been afflicted with this for 18 years. She had been afflicted with a sickness for 18. It was like that part I just, it's like I never, how did I skip that all these years? And God just began to show me this. And I'm like, you know what? 
When Jesus saw her, he called over to her, woman, you're free. Then he laid his hands on her and suddenly she was standing straight up. Look at that, straight up and tall, giving God the glory. See, what, what I begin to see right there is, is a lot of us. We've been afflicted with things for so long that we have a hard time picking our head up. We look at the cross and say, oh, I know you forgive God, but can you forgive me? And he keeps calling out and we just keep letting him go. Because he called out and he said she was free, but then she had to step and do something and then he grabbed her. And we come into a church service, we come into a setting, whatever it is, we even go in our personal prayer time and the presence of God comes in and overwhelms us and he's like, daughter, son, you are free from that. And we just get up and walk away. And say, saying, God, I need a touch then. I'm not leaving here. You know, we see that in the Old Testament. I'm not, leaving, I'm not letting you go till you bless me. And he fought with that angel all night and he ended up getting a bum hip out of the deal. But I guarantee you, he never forgot what it took to get something from God. We give up so easy because we feel the presence and then, oh, that's it. It's going to be taken care of. Can I tell you that sometimes it happens that way, but not always. And we've got to learn to fight. We've got to learn to fight. And so today we're going to fight do a little bit more because some of us have been here stuck for a long time. And all you need is one touch. You see, you're already here in the presence. All you need to do is step out and say, God, I need that one touch now. Okay, this is the part you're not going to like. We want to do the same old things and ask God to do something different. Sometimes you just got to get up out of your chair. Can I tell you the day I got saved, this was the kid that did not grow up in church, did not understand all this stuff that was going on, and I was at a Christian rock concert that was nothing more than they had set it up to be an outreach and they were fishing for me. And when that guy got up there and shared the gospel and the Spirit of God touched me, I was like, can you please shut up so I can go to that altar? I don't know why I need to go there, but you keep pointing at it. And I just can't. He, and I turned to the guy that was with me and said, is he ever going to stop? What do you mean? I got to get to that altar, man. I'm balling. I'm in the military. I'm balling. I'm like, I, I don't know why I got to get there, but I got to get there. I could have stayed in my chair. But I knew I had to get up out of where I was and leave it behind. And when that woman was set free, she immediately stood up, her head. But look at what happened afterward. And see, and this is the part you've got to fight over. The meeting place president, furious because Jesus had healed on the Sabbath, tried to tell the rest of the congregation, six days had been defined for your work and your healings. But come on this day if you want to be healed, but not, not today. You can be healed any other time, but not today. But Jesus shot back. I love how they said it. Jesus shot back, you frauds. Don't let anybody tell you you can't be touched and set free from God by God. You can be set free from anything. I promise you. You can be set free from anything if you'll just get up and decide, I'm not staying bent over and twisted anymore. Because when I walk out of this place today, I'm going to have a limp, but it's going to be for a different reason. It ain't be, it's not going to be because of sickness hitting me. It's going to be because I've done been with God. I've been in his presence and he has touched me and I want to limp. I want to be like Moses that it shines so much off my face I got to cover it up. 
That was humility, by the way. We're going to sing this again. Yes, ma'am. Sure. sure. Sister, going to share something real quick. During worship. You're on. Okay. You're on. During worship, the Lord, I, I have a habit of hanging my head like I'm, I'm in shame or something. Like I'm not good enough to come before God while I'm worshiping or praying. And God keeps telling me, lift up your head. Lift up your head. I have, I have done this for you that you can stand before me and lift your head in, with me, not hang your head in shame. You know, and I've battled that a lot of my life, if you know me. And pastor seems to think I talk too much, but I wasn't always like that. <laughs> but I just kind of felt like I needed to share that because while I was worshiping and we're praying, he was telling me, lift up your head. You're, you're down there like you're ashamed. Don't be ashamed. Don't be ashamed. Because become more aware. Don't run off. Y'all sing. Sure. Just press the button. Hey, don't run off. Don't run off. Don't run off. Don't run off. Y'all come on. Let's stand up. We're going to keep singing. Come here, Dave. Help me. No more shame. Head up high. No more shame. Head up high. No more shame. Daughter, you are loosed. You are set free from this thing that has bound you in your past. You are free from it right now in the name of Jesus. I command it to loose its hold on you right now. Father, I ask that you would just touch me. Holy Spirit, touch me. Touch me. Touch me. Let her see herself as you see her, God. Let her see herself as you Well, listen, so what I want you to do today, I'm going to keep this mask on. It may sound a little muffled, but we'll get through it. It doesn't matter. They're going to play another song. Listen, if you're stuck, just find you a place. Stand up here. Just come find you a place. Put your mask on. Get up here. Good thing about masks, they can't see you crying and all that. doesn't matter. I want you to come find a place. They're going to sing another song. We're not going to move past here because there are so many people that are stuck right here where they're at. And we, today is your day. Today is the day where a daughter or a son... You get up out of that chair and say, I'm not going to be bent over no more. I'm not going to be bent over no more. No more, devil, do you have authority over me. No more do you have authority over this part of my life. Because I give it to God and the master is going to touch me. So come on. Come on, guys, come on. Y'all just keep your distance. You walk into the room. 
Yeah. 
share a couple things with you. share a couple other thoughts that the God thank y'all worship to me. Yeah. Listen, we've we've got to truly be who God has called us to be. And when we're all bent over and busted, it's hard to be that person. It's hard. It's hard to go out and fight in battles when we're injured. We've got to that, you know, personally, my, my thought has always been that, that the local church is a, is a hospital for the believers as much as the unbelievers. Because we come and we're, 
we, we allow that, that salve to come, that presence, that water, whatever you want to call it, and we get healed and energized to go back out and fight again. And we, you know, but we don't see it that way because we don't live in that kind of a world, you know. And, and But it is a place that we can come and feel safe and share, come to an altar. So many churches have done away with altars. And that's one of my, my things on, on decorations. You know, Sister Nancy and them do a great job. They know I, I've, I've got to have room for people to kneel because it's such a place to me. Because there's something about getting up and walking all the way up that does something. Number one, it humbles you. So it deals with that pride issue on the way. What's Sister So-and-so going through today? Well, if that's your first thought, that's gossip spirit. Get rid of that anyways. Oh, my sister must need prayer today. There we go. You see, that's this is the safe environment. But I want to talk just a minute about, about this. I'm not going to keep you long. Hey, could you check and see how they're doing on the, the game back there? Because the, the children have something going on, and I, I would hate for me to try to dismiss they're only halfway done when they're having so much fun. But that's okay. I'm not going to talk longer than I need to. Y'all know that. Today was supposed to be all about presents or presents, <laughs> gifts or him, and I think he's given us plenty of gifts. But one, one of the things that, that I, I really felt was we've learned a lot during the COVID season as, as church and as individuals. We've learned that we have to honor the time we spend with each other because so many people can't be with each other right now, can they? So this holiday season, I want you to change up some things. Gifts are great, but honor the time you have with people. And when we start getting that kind of a mentality, we'll say, God, I know you have gifts for me, but right now, can I just sit with you? Can I sit at your feet and talk to you today? I'm not here looking for a blessing. I know you'll bless me because you're a good father, but today I just want to sit with you. And that's one of the main things. Your family is much more important than any gift that you could give or get being in the presence of somebody. And if you think about that, you just, just think about that one thought. Perfect. Awesome. Thank you. I just want, I want to show you how well this all works together. Prior to Jesus, could we sit in the presence of God? No, you couldn't, could you? There was experiences along the way. There was angelic visits. There was things that going on. But because of the work that Jesus did on the cross, we can now be in the very presence of Almighty God. But so many times we focus more on, God, what can you give me? Then, God, I just want to be with you. You see what I'm saying? And honestly, to me, Christmas, I, I hate to put numbers on it, but I think Christmas... The birth of Christ is more important than the death, only because of this. If he never came, he couldn't have died. <laughs> His death was very significant. Don't get me wrong. They're, they're almost like perfectly even, you know what I'm saying? But if he never came, and that's why I celebrate his birth. That's why I celebrate his life. But right now, we're in the season of celebrating his birth. That after 400 years of silence... That's between the Old Testament and the New Testament. It's about 400 years that God did not speak to his people. He sent John the Baptist to prepare the way. And he sent Jesus, the son of a carpenter, 
save the whole world. Makes no sense. <laughs> I wouldn't have done it that way, but that's why he's in charge and I'm not. He lived a sinless life for us, guys. And listen, if you're here today and you would say, Pastor, I don't know that Jesus. I've heard about him. Maybe I've been in church my whole life, but you know what? Today I want to know him like you know him as your Lord and Savior. I just want you to slip your hand up and say, I want to pray with you today. I want, I want to help introduce him to you that way. Maybe you're online. There's a, there's a connection card up there. Connect with me, and, I, and I'll make sure to get in touch with you and pray with you. Guys, it's about a relationship, not just what we can get. So many believers live their life as if Jesus is my get-out-of-hell-free card. But it is not about just that. It's about living a life that's pleasing to Him. Because if that's all we're doing, we're being a brat. All I want is mom and daddy's money, but I don't care about them. We need relationships. So this year, it's about gifts. No, it's about presence. So I have to keep saying gifts because if I say presence and presence, we, you know, it's hardness, it's being seen. It's about his presence. That he poured out his spirit upon an earth for all of those that believe could receive. The same spirit that raised Jesus Christ from the dead dwells in all believers. <laughs> Just think about that. That's another. So listen, don't don't get all stressed out over presents, gifts for people and all that. Just love people and let God work out the rest of it. Let God work out the rest of it. Amen. Amen. Listen, we pray for you this morning. And listen, so Wednesday, be here Wednesday. Man, last Wednesday was amazing. I'm sure this Wednesday is going to be amazing. The presence of God shows up, and we just allow him to do what he does so much better than we do. <laughs> Next Sunday, we're going to have our Christmas service. We've got a special video for you, a uh, little short video that we're doing that we produced, and uh, it's, you're going to like it. It's, it's good. I know I go to tears every time I see it, and uh, it's just going to be awesome. And we're going to have that evening service at 4 o'clock. Invite somebody. Throw them in your car, go to Sonic, and then come to church. Or McDonald's, because they got McRibs right now. Just saying. Right, just whatever you want to do. I'm a McRib fan, so. Uh, Y'all know what I'm saying now. Go get your 44-ounce drink. Come pull up in church and have. Listen, this is the time you get to eat and drink in, while you're in church. I'm just trying to plug you so you'll show up. <laughs> Amen. So, listen, let me pray for you this morning. Stand up with me. Jesus. Man, God is awesome, isn't he? Hallelujah. Father, we, we thank you, Lord, for your presence being in this place. Lord, you've given us so many amazing gifts, but it is still just about you. It's always been about you, Jesus. From the very beginning of time, it's been about you. And we are so humbled that you come in this place with just a group of people. And as I like to say sometimes, Lord, I'm just so thankful that you took out of your busy schedule <laughs> to come hang out with us. I know you're everywhere all the time, but it just, in my mind, it works better that way. <laughs> Lord, I thank you for healing those people that needed a healing today and comforted those that needed a comfort and, and directed those. And, and Lord, whatever it was, I thank you for your presence and for your mercy and your grace. Lord, I continue to speak healing over the people. I speak health and life in the name of Jesus. And I pray that this virus would die in Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Lord, I bless them that 
all their needs would be met, that there would be peace in their homes, rest. But I also pray that their light would shine bright as they walk through a dark world. People would ask them, what is this about you that I need? (laughs) Let the hope of Christ shine bright. In Jesus' mighty name. If you agree with that this morning, I want you to shout an amen with me. Amen. Listen, I love you. Give the Lord a praise clap this morning. Love you. Thank you, worship team. Hallelujah. You see, y'all were awesome, man. Y'all were awesome. Listen, love you. Make sure you social distance. You do all the things you need to do. Keep your hands clean. All that stuff, masks, and all the rest of it. Amen. Love you. We'll see you Wednesday.